Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somers Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator, and this is today's superintendent update with Dr. Ray Blanche. Hi, Dr. Blanche. Hi, Amanda. How are you this afternoon? I'm fine, thanks. We are now officially halfway through the school year. We've started the second semester or the third quarter, depending on which <laughs> school you're in. True. So what, how do you see the rest of the year unfolding? You know, that's a pretty, pretty amazing milestone. I mean, to get to this point halfway through the school year, uh, to, to manage and adjust through so many different things. Again, all faculty teachers have done a great job. I really don't see us pivoting off of where we are moving forward. Uh, the, some of the guidelines have changed as far as quarantining in the just last couple of weeks. So that actually has helped a great deal because the uh, secondary schools in particular, when they uh, kind of eat in the cafeteria and things like that, they would have more students would need to be quarantined because right. it was, look, you need to take the whole bus down. So. That's changed. It's kind of a 12-foot radius around whomever that person was, and then those folks are quarantined. So that's a lot less of an impact. Same thing for our buses. Now, from the beginning, uh, it's been the entire bus goes down. It doesn't matter if there are 10 kids on there or every a seat to a student every seat. Well, that's helped us ma uh, mitigate that. Because now it's six feet. Roughly, yep, six feet child. around that circle and things, too. And then that helps with our professional staff because we were really nip and tuck some days of getting enough staff to cover and they did an amazing job of either covering periods that they didn't have or administrators swinging resources around so it's still happening a little bit but not to that degree so moving forward we should be able to go ahead and sustain like we have for the last two weeks after the holiday break you know pretty consistent opening with our our full body of students here either every other day at the secondary levels or every day at the elementaries do you see us going back full-time? I, I think right now, I would believe it would be the fall. I, I know that our teachers and our faculty are kind of at 1B level from the governor. Meaning um, what? They're accessing, able to access shots right now for the vaccine. And unfortunately, I just heard yesterday we had a, a slew of our faculty who was ready and scheduled to go to a, a location to get their shots today. And they were informed that the shots are run out. They don't have any right now. Mm -hmm. So teachers, staff are all prepared and ready to sign up. It's that shot distribution and getting those here. They'll come, so I would say hopefully again in the coming you know, uh, six to eight to 10 weeks, we'll, we'll be in a good spot. That will allow us in the fall, to, I hope, to open up with new guidelines, because even if we did get everybody vaccinated uh, within a month, um, we still have to adhere to that six feet of distancing, the social distancing and all those elements for kids and things. So, so for the rest of this school year, it's status quo pretty much agreed most likely agreed and just having consistency with kids in school i know we've had certainly some uh, kind of stops and starts with our secondary schools in particular but we should be here hopefully again when that vaccine gets more across our country and across our state then we can start in the fall and my desire is that even if we do have to start with you know the social mask and some of those pieces in hallways and things we can get closer to like a four foot distance even if we had the elementary classrooms and secondary then we can bring our student body back everybody k to 12. yep yep so our classrooms are good size six feet is a good distance but if you think <laughs> center from a desk center to a desk you're pretty close to that four foot distance you you separate that out another 50 percent you, you just don't have that size right. capacity but we believe it'll be there so um, again another part well this will feed into our budgeting for next year do we need to bring in uh, those additional staff members that we did bring in this year. Right now, uh, I don't believe so, but we'll learn more in the coming months. Okay. Switching gears a little bit, um, the middle years program 
what's going on with that? I know it was it was paused a little bit mm -hmm. because of the pandemic situation, but where are we? Is it still moving forward? Yes, and so certainly uh, like uh, those things, the the intent we had this year was to, to be pretty aggressive with our training of our faculty last spring, in particular at the middle school and at the high schools. It will be a sixth through 10th grade experience for all children. And so we uh, were not able to do that in the spring and frankly, the summer not available and not in the fall. So that ability for us to gain a collective understanding about the kind of principles and the instructional practices involved in the International Baccalaureate program, we're not there. And yet, what we wanted to do is to keep some of that momentum going. Obviously, that inertia is important. We just keep it moving. Maybe it's not at the uh, speed or the rate. The reality is, is we've been able to work with our coordinator at this campus and the one at the high school to work internally. So we have uh, been meeting on approximately a monthly basis with our team of teacher leaders in this campus and working through what are their next steps. So they've actually taken advantage of almost like the timeout gone back and look at their best practices, looking at their assessment practices they have to put in place, their grading practices and things like that. So they've taken this opportunity to go back and looking at collectively and individually their practices that they'll be putting forth with our students coming uh, once we do get to re-engage with the kind of the IB pro process. Do you have a sense of how far behind we are or what the new outlook is for when the middle school in particular, which is further down the path yes. than the high school, yeah. when the middle school might become a, an accredited middle years program? I, I do. I, I, uh, we had anticipated roughly right now, this January, February, we would have had the IB kind of uh, visit on site and on campus to go ahead and, and hopefully award us with that, that uh, uh, distinction. And so we believe we'll be caught up roughly this time a year down the road. If, if what we believe will be back in the school fall, hopefully we can start taking advantage of some training even late in the spring and the summer as, as even some of the distance training is available and or on site, hit it in the fall. Our desire would be hopefully February, March in the next year. So this campus then would be identified as a sixth or eighth grade international baccalaureate program with its initial uh, identification of that. And what just, comes after the initial identification? Does that mean we're officially an MYP school at that point? Yes, and, but it's not a forevermore. It's like you have to kind of, it's a reoccurring, uh, you have to go ahead each year, you have to demonstrate improvement. So it may be in further developing your curriculum into more units across the curriculum. We have to do interdisciplinary units. And so those are steps we have to take back. Then we have a five-year site visit. So once again, International Baccalaureate team comes back on site, meets with our teachers, meets with our children, examines our work and our product and says, okay, here's where we, you were in, we understand, and where did you grow to? And then we get the next kind of steps in five years. It's a continuous improvement cycle. And that's the part that frankly is exciting. There's nothing like somebody coming in and, and giving you good, strong feedback on your practices and your programs. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's a part we are certainly looking forward to. And it is unfortunate to lay a bit by keeping the momentum going this year with our internal conversations, we do believe, again, would be roughly a year to 18 months delayed. Okay, and how about the high school? The ninth so the, and 10th grades? Yep, so the high school um, will be a fairly the same way. Their intent was to get a small group of their teacher leaders trained. That will be our first attempt at that next year. One advantage we do have is that we have the two coordinators now. They've been able to build a bond relationship between that campus and here. 
So those are teachers who are released a couple of, uh, out of a couple of class sections to do. And so we'll have a good model inside the district to then go ahead and move that forward. So even as this campus has started like this year, they're working with the IB philosophy and the way to develop and design units and children's experiences. Well, that's taking place, uh, you know, in at least one unit across all the grade levels. And so the next year we need to get at least two units across our grade levels. That's kind of the initial milestone that we'll be looking at. High school will be following in the same suit. So they'll be developing and working next year. Hopefully in the 22-23, we'll do some of our own internal building and unit working that forward. Then in the 23-24, that's where we believe we can go ahead and get to. Here's their initial identification as an IB school. What is the philosophy or the driving factors behind becoming MYP schools? Yeah, so one of the major things is when we looked at our school and our school district in particular, as we identified we would be um, going through a declining enrollment component, we wanted to see if there was a way we can create even even better experience for our children. And so we revisited our mission and vision and values of, of working with children, having global citizens, having them have really um, a, a variety of skills, not just the the reading and writing and arithmetic, but those soft skills uh, with where we're really, especially after this uh, digital experience. Right, the social emotional. Those. Yes. So when we looked out, the International Baccalaureate came very, very clear to us and where it's grounded in project-based learning. It's grounded in, in student-driven and centered instructional elements. It's grounded in interdisciplinary factors that are in there. It's grounded in the idea of equity and inclusion. So all of those elements, it was just like, it was a perfect fit for what we have been for decades believing in, in driving for in a district, and yet it also offered a lens to in an international world. Frankly, we have teachers who were able to either go ahead at, when they may do a conference, uh, they're meeting with internationally uh, minded folks, teachers across our world, and now they make relationships across the world and connect now in the Zoom world. And so when we looked at that, it really opened up our horizons for us and for our staff. And then the professional development, the investment that research would say that some, one of the best investments you can make in education is into the quality and the instructional effectiveness of your teachers. And that's really what this is. This is about investing in our teachers. Our teachers invest in our schools. Most teachers don't leave after they come to our schools. So we want to invest in them, they invest in us. So that just returns dividends in the educational kind of portfolio. And so- Right, for the kids. And, and yes, and we're not alone by ourselves. That's the great thing, you're with you know, schools. And since we've started, we've been actually able to make more relationships just in the tri-state area. Very excited, last week we just hosted what's called a, a Guild of Ivy Schools uh, visit, virtual visit to mm -hmm. here. So we were bringing other people interested in this to our schools. I mean, talk about professional growth, that was great. Great, all right. Thank you so much. We will talk to you again next week. All right, thanks, Amanda.